Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the Why We Here podcast. It's your host with no hoes. You know what I mean? John Diggolo, a.k.a. John Da Vinci, a.k.a. MacGyver, a.k.a. I had another one. I forgot it. But you know, I'm here with my guy, AZ. I thought it was, wasn't it Brick Mandit? Nah. But I'm that too, bro. Oh, then you a... Shaquille O'Neal? Nah, but it was another one along the lines of the MacGyver, John Da Vinci. I mean, the Kraken Cool. Jigsaw. Yeah, nah, it wasn't Jigsaw. But you know I, I thought mean? it was Jigsaw at one point. Nah, it wasn't. Because he was putting pieces together. It was Jigsaw. Jigsaw what? Like a Jigsaw puzzle? Bro, I forgot what I was calling. I don't think it was Jigsaw. Bro, man, I told you, and, bro, niggas went MVP and forget who they was, man. That shit crazy. Damn, niggas forgot who they was. Hey, yo. <laughs> niggas, niggas, went, niggas went most improved of the year and just said, fuck it. Like, that's not <laughs> me no more. Six man, six man, bro. Sure. I'm, yeah, right. I'm still covering off the bench, bro. You know what I mean? I got I got a lot to learn. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? I got my guy AJ in the... You know what I mean? My guy AJ with me. Yeah, you already know this, man. She meant AJ. AKA, the product of the motherfucking GA, man. E, it is the Fifth Street Shorty, AKA Bel Air Boy. Yeah, man. We back in here, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got my guy, Father Mike, in the cut. What's poppin' with y'all, man? It's your boy. It's your boy, Father Mike, in the building. AKA, Mr. Kendall with the Pepsi. A.K.A. Mr. Drake the Maniac, A.K.A. <laughs> Mr. Van <Vane> Snatcher. <laughs> you know what I mean? That might be the new name. A.K.A. Who? The Vid Snatcher. The vi- yeah, you need to stop. <laughs> you need to stop. You're a sick man. <laughs> oh, my life is going crazy. Yeah, stop, bro. <laughs> hey, man, how y'all doing, though? I mean, day by day, you know what I mean? Another day, another dollar. No time, <laughs> Never better, you. brother. Never better. Exactly. Never better. Never better. better. Nah, man, my life is shit. But, um, yeah, man. Nigga, life in shambles. Nigga. Nigga hit rock bottom. I feel like the rock. Nah, all jokes aside, though, you know, life life is good. We're the future. Life is a box of chocolates. Uh, man, we got on the menu for today. No, what's up, niggas? Just, as soon as I talk about some Ford's gum shit, niggas like, all right, go past it. Yeah, like, we just need to stop. Yeah, that's what we're, that's what we're not going to do. But uh, what first thing we getting into? Henry Ruggs, I don't want to get into that, man. Hey, life is not good for that nigga right now. No time, nigga. Well, life has about... been fucked up for everybody, for the Raiders, and just literally uh, him. If you want to talk about driving in a fast lane, nigga. Yo, whoa, whoa. nigga. <laughs> that <laughs> shit is crazy. What? What, what happened? Oh, my God. Oh. They got me speeding in the fast lane. Pedal to the stop. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yo, stop. <laughs> You know, no, no, okay, I'm stop, really laughing. No, the only reason I'm laughing is because I was trying to do it with the melody. He said, got me speeding in the family. <laughs> uh, you niggas play if you want to. Laugh at a white woman's pain if you want to, nigga. We'll be all out of here. Yo, we're not going to laugh at a white woman. The... Yeah, we ain't laughing at her at all. I let I mean, the people y'all... know what's going on here. 
if y'all if y'all ain't heard what happened so far, man, uh, over the past when this happened, the second, so over the past week, mm-hmm. um, and Henry Ruggs the third, Alabama, right? Uh, yeah, I think yep, yeah, Alabama. <clears throat> yeah, Mister Alabama receiver, you know, went to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, he was in a car crash, you know, the previous week where he unfortunately, you know, took the life of a white woman named Tina Tintor and her golden retriever dog. Um, two things you cannot kill on this earth. Two things you can. Yeah. Well, at least in America. Yeah, in America, yeah. At least in America, you can't. Yeah, that's, you cannot kill in America. That's that's hey man, yeah, you you yeah. Once you do that, man, you you're gone. Nigga, once they added that detail of dog, I was like, oh yeah, he's getting that chair. Yeah, Peter's getting him the fuck out of here. He's you know them white chair. women. What they like? I got a retriever. Is that it? Is that it? Are they good? I just want you to know that I do not like you. <laughs> I don't like you one bit, but but yeah, man. Even though this is no laughing matter, honestly, this is really it. Kind of, it really came out of nowhere. Um, I mean, definitely was, shocked everybody. Yeah, because it, it really was just like random as random as hell. You know, he was very drunk driving. He was with his girlfriend. You know, driving in the Corvette. And, you know, their top speed that I guess is being reported was 156, 157 miles per hour. And he had struck um, Miss Tintor in the Toyota, like, at 127 miles an hour. And once he did that, that caused the Toyota to burst into flames. Dang. Killing her and the Golden Retriever before anyone could really, like, come in to, you know, help them out. Like that's the crazy. Part. She didn't even get a chance to even try to survive. Yeah, when that drink, like in the flames, that's it's crazy. Sad. It's sad because like like I don't know. I've been I've been drunk before, drunk driving, and you feel me. That shit just seemed fun going fast. You feel me? But in reality, that shit really is like playing with your life because on top of him killing that lady, he could have killed himself too. Like that. That like. Anything could have happened. He could have ran into the back of a, uh, of a tractor trailer. Really, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, anything could have happened. The car could have flipped. Anything. Like, shit seemed all fun and games, but for real, for real, like, you only get one life. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's definitely not something you, you don't play around in a car. You feel me? Like, your car is replaceable, but you're not. Like, just, that's you know what I mean? Like, if, well, a nigga that got money like that, bro. That's not even something you play around with. Like, you don't play around with your career and shit like that, bro. Like, you got uh, more than enough money to buy a, a Uber. Like, you can buy an Uber XL three, four, five times if you really wanted to. Before you not even that. Off, you feel me? Like, even them being in the NFL, they have a service where if you have an lit night or you have something, like, they have a 24-hour service where people, you just got to call a certain number. As like, I think you got to call a certain number and be like, I'm a, a player, blah, blah, this and that. And somebody will come pick you up and take you to your residence. It's like it's so many services to where you don't have to do that. Like you said, you have Uber, you have Lyft, and you also have the NFL who has a service that they provide to you, so you don't go through situations like this. You feel like you feel like you feel like him 
having the name he got and having the type of money he got and stuff like that, you feel like he felt like on top in a sense. You can't tell me nothing. Like I'm lit. Like I'm about to do whatever I want to do. Not even that. So you feel I, like he was probably trying to impress his girl or something. I don't think. I that. think just mad lit for real. Like he it was really, like, like he really he probably didn't even really like recognize how fast he really was even going for real. And if he did, he was probably trying to top a PR because I know a lot of niggas that try to drive and top their PR and like how fast they really going. Like, just so they can either get on the gram or just so they could be, you know, happy with themselves, whatever the reason may be. It could be a number of reasons why he was driving this fast. But we know the major factor is that he was drunk. So vision, his mind, all that is impaired right now. Yeah, you know, it's he's not, not in the right frame of he mind. He's not thinking straight. But I think also we got to realize, too, at the end of the day, the dude is the same age as us. He's 22. He's 22. He's 22. He's young. He lives in Las Vegas. Like, yeah, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying to give an excuse because, like, it's, it's deplorable. Like, you should never do that. Like, that's, it, what, what he did was sick and it's fucked up because it affects so many lives. It affects his life, his girl's life, his family's life, now that family's life, and just so on and so forth. Like, multitude of families are affected by this thing. And it's just like, I think, like you said, it's like, he like we're young. He's young, dumb, and just I got a fast car. Like we know people personally that are young and have fast cars, and even if they not drunk, they still wilding. So like, if you sober and you be wilding in a whip and you can control it to a certain extent, like yeah, what do you think somebody's gonna do when they're drunk? It's like okay, you know, people always tell you like when they drunk, like yo, I got it, bro. I got the will, bro. Like when I be drunk, like Jamir has said that to me multiple times. Like yo, I'm lit. I got the will, bro. And I always tell him, like, no, you don't. Like, you don't got the will, bro. He's like, I got it. And some days he do got it. But in some days, I'm, like, I'm not taking that risk with you, bro. And I was like, all right, I got it. Like, even, like, with me and Ja, right? Like, we had this this whole method. Like, literally, like, it was, like, a couple of years back. But, like, like every birthday, that nigga Ja would get lit, and I would turn into the personal driver type shit. Like, bro, like. I think we went like three straight birthdays where I was his personal driver because we knew job was gonna get lit on his G day. Like that was inevitable. So it's like, all right, bro, we gonna look out. Bro gonna get lit and he gonna crash at my crib. We did that like three birthdays in a row. Like, you feel me? Fact. But it's like I think in, in Henry Ruggs situation, he ain't had nobody that was dead. Like, like, I don't know, maybe his girl was lit too. So maybe they was like, yo. You know, because women get drunker faster. So maybe his girl was like, yo, I could drive. And he was like, no, you're not driving. I got it. And then that could have happened. You feel me? But it's like he ain't have nobody around him to be like, bro, don't do this. Like, I don't know if maybe somebody at the place that he was at, like, yo, bro, like, chill or whatever. Like, I don't know. But it's just like he ain't have no – I don't even if he did have somebody to tell him something, I think he probably wouldn't listen anyway. But it's just like, you feel me? Like, bro was just – he just thought he had the will and you didn't. And then this is the – outcome of it the worst outcome the worst case scenario happened of it do you think is fair that because he's facing up to 46 years that's his maximum sentence do you think that's fair um, i really can't say what's fair or not just yeah the whole system is not meant to be fair um I mean, like, at the I mean, end of the but day, it's like, like, it was a, it was a mistake what he did. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it wasn't like yeah. it was purposeful, but at the same time, he did take somebody's life. So obviously, yes, like, you know what I mean? Uh, consequences does have to be taken into into uh, action. But 
46 years is kind of like a long time. It's not, it's, it's like people actually really are targeting people, and I don't think are getting some. Yeah. Those, 30, those 38 years are definitely for the dog. And I'm, I'm not, not even trying, trying to be funny. Not no, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like those 38 years is definitely because of the dog. Because no. <laughs> if he really was the woman, he'd probably be like maybe at most 25, I feel. But I. I would say, right, because even people, it's funny that you that you said that, Jamir. You said it was a mistake. Now, people keep going through this, like, whole back and forth on social media and stuff like that. There's, like, <clears throat> with drunk driving, they say drunk driving is not a mistake. It's a choice. So, yeah, some people be like, yeah, it's a mistake. But then some people say, no, you chose to drive drunk. Because when you all, like, people in there, because uh, people had all the right to be like, yeah, I'm drunk. And no, I'm not going to drive. You chose to drive in that situation. So you can't say that's like people would say like you can't say that's a mistake. You feel me? Because like you intentionally was like, yo, I know I'm fucked up, but I'm gonna get in my car and I'm gonna yeah. try to get back to where I'm at. And it's just like you chose to put yourself in that situation. You knew the risk when that's you were thing. impaired. This the thing though, he chose to drive drunk, but he didn't choose to go out killing people. Like that was where the mistake was. So like I absolutely understand like everything in life is a choice, but if that's the case, then we we're gonna say everything is a choice, even when it was absolutely a mistake. I mean, your mistakes are choices though. Like it's just whatever the consequence is. We have a consequence for whatever choice that we make, but you just gotta understand and you know, of course he probably wasn't he was probably just too drunk to even weigh the options at the moment. He was probably like, as we were all saying, you know, at the moment where you drunk, but you still not trying to, you still trying to convince yourself that you're not that drunk, that you're only a little tipsy. You know what I mean? You can walk in a straight line. So you good. You know what I mean? So he was probably just going, you probably going through that his whole time and not really weighing the uh, options of, I really could, you know, take somebody's life. Like a lot of people would be, don't really be like acknowledging that like these vehicles we be driving can easily take anyone's life at any second. Literally last night we saw a nigga just crash into a light pole and blow the whole light, like the whole light, uh, the whole light box out. Wait, what? I'm, literally last night, bro. <laughs> literally last night. I don't know if he's okay or not, or whoever the driver was. I hope the driver's well, but literally you just heard. Boom, and you saw a loud blue flash. That was on cold spring. Literally on cold spring. Yo, what yeah, niggas be niggas be macking up on cold spring. And I'm not bruh. Because even when so I was it, living at Marble, it was a bunch of times I'd heard niggas mack up on cold spring, bruh. So it could happen literally at any time, bruh. Like to anybody. And I think people really need to drive accordingly. Like and not drive just because you're trying to get to there. That's why I really be, I when I be driving, I don't really even try to like rush for real. Cause it's like, nigga, what am I really rushing for? Like, okay, I'm getting there ten minutes later than I was. Like, what is that ten minutes really about to do for me, bro? Honestly, like mm-hmm. if anything, if, even if, if the ten minutes was, it ten minutes should even matter if I'm actually coming at the right time. You know yeah. what I mean? But so people don't like, have that mind state though. People just think like. Nigga, I gotta get to my destination. Like, like even me, like I mean personally, bro, I don't see how people could drunk drive, let alone drive anything impaired. Like, cause I can't even drive when I'm high. Like, you could ask Mike. Like, I literally be like, no. Like, if I get too, like, if I get too smacked, bro, I'd be like, I'm not driving, bro. Like, 
And don't get me wrong, because I am a hypocrite in the sense I've done, I've job smacked a bunch of times. But I never drove drunk because I don't really even drink like that. But even just in general, like even getting high. Like to be honest, now I, I'm gonna be real. A lot of the times I would say my in in college, right? I would be fucked up, like high as hell. And I would have to drive back to my apartment. But I always had in my head that my apartment is only about like um maybe point eight to a mile from where the homie crib is at. And I'm like, you know, it's late, ain't nobody out. Like, but I'm driving careful though. I'm not like speeding, I'm not doing none of that. Making sure I got all my lights on, this and that. You know, I might that's different than somebody that's driving drunk. But it's just like I still was impaired doing it. So I can't sit here and be a hypocrite. But it's just like I felt this though in that situation. I kind of had control, but then it was some days where I was just like, I think it's just like you gotta know where you at. Cause it was some days where I was totally like, no, I'm not going. Like, yo, bro, I'm staying at the crib right now. Cause it's like I will be done up. And it's like I'm like my fear is crashing and the cops. Low key, I fear the cops more than I fear crashing. Cause you know, like I said, a car is replaceable. I go to county jail. I don't know if I'm gonna be replaceable. So you know. <laughs> I, that's my worst fear. Like, I, as soon as I get in the hole, take what you here for, cuz? I'm like, hey, man. But <laughs> you know? that's the, the funny thing that you was even saying that, like, even just the mindset of that, like, oh, it's even though we fucked up, the place is probably not that far. Wherever Rugs was going, he probably didn't think it was that far. He True. probably thought it was like, nigga, that shit around the corner. When studies show that most car accidents happen within five miles of where you start. Yo, I've heard about so, that too. Like, it's really, like, like even when you think, think you're in the clear, that's when the most accidents happen. Yeah, like literally when you coming home or when you go, like when you leaving home is usually when the most accidents happen. Like, it's not like when you're in the middle of the highway or like when you dead in the middle of your driving. Like, it's usually towards the beginning or towards the end. So, like, even though you think it's just around the corner, that around the corner can literally so much can happen. Even just. When I heard the story, what was it, a while ago, like, uh, somebody was telling the story about Biggie when he was driving mm-hmm. and how, because Biggie didn't have a license. So mm-hmm. when Biggie, they was like, oh, we got to drive the car around the corner. He was like, I'll just whip it, bro. And when bro got back outside, he hit, like, seven cars. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, was, was that like, the same hey. accident that messed up uh, his knee or no? Um, I'm not too sure. I know he had like, an accident with him and Lil C's where he messed up his knee. And like before he died, like that's why he was always walking around with a cane. Oh, okay. So maybe it could have been that. But I'm, yeah, I'm not too sure about that part. But mm. it was like, yeah, that nigga hit seven cars and he was literally driving around. The- so Damn. it's like, you can literally hit anything at any time, bro. Like it really isn't about, oh, I'm the most expertise or I, I got the most handles, regardless of the state of mind I'm in. It's really just by God's grace that we ain't getting in, in any crashes for real. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly. You know, man, but prayers to her family, you know, prayers to him, prayers to his girl, to his family, because, like, this affects everyone, you know. Yeah. Uh, even even though, like, of course, he's, I mean, I'm praying he don't get a long time, but whatever time he get, I know that, I know even right now, that's probably, like, the main thing on his mind that could really fuck your mental up like oh yeah mentally he's feeling like shit right now like make you not even want to touch a car again in your life yeah I this even know. like this even makes me think about like years ago with dante star Wars, a uh, star Wars. like when he <laughs> killed somebody but he was i think he no he was drunk too but i think he got off on it 
because I think he ended up paying the family, but also I think the dude had ran across the street. So it was like, it was kind of both of their faults. But I remember like he was, I think, out the league for like a year and then eventually came back. Now, I don't think Henry Ruggs is going to be able to pull a Dante Stallworth. Like, I think they're going to throw the book at him and make an example. Like, that nigga going to be playing for goddamn gridiron game before he come back into the league. Bro, I doubt they even going to let him back in the league, bro. Like, don't most of the time when you, like, do something like that, like something federal, they don't even allow you back on, like, the I mean, it's case-by-case situations. I know, I mean, you know, I bring it up all the time. Fucking Ben Roethlisberger raped three women and came back. So, like. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, Yeah, because they don't want you to know about that. (laughs) <laughs> they don't want you to know about Big Ben and yeah. the big dirty secrets. That yes. Yeah, stop. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah. Yo, don't call another yo, yo, Mike, <laughs> don't call another grown man big, bro. Big Ben and the big dirty secrets. <laughs> hey bro, you gotta chill. But um yeah, that's that's <laughs> <laughs> is wild, bro. <laughs> Nasty boy, man. Bro, why did they give him that nigga big bad, They call bro. niggas big. What's up with him? Yo. <laughs> hey, yo. Big meaty claws. <laughs> hey, yo. Big meaty claws. <laughs> hey, yo. But, but no, like, that's a case-by-case situation. Because, like, like ben, Big Ben had his situation. And he was let, let back in the league. You know, what's it called with, um... Michael Vick had his situation. He was let back in the league. But then you have people that wasn't fortunate, like Ray Rice. Like, Ray Rice didn't even go to jail or really in, or kill anybody. But oh, he, for that like, assault charge. Yeah. And I'm like, it's people that done way worse. Like, it was one person who did there. They found bodies in the nigga basement. And I think he was on a practice squad again. Like, you feel was me? So I feel like it really just depends on, like, it depends on the, the climate of the world at the moment. And like what PR move the NFL wants to make, because like in the situation like when um with Ray Rice situation like he wasn't let back in the league like, bro it was like a whole it was a whole like couple like a whole year or so where like it was a whole year or so where mad women from NFL players was getting beat up and stuff like that and he was just like he was I guess the biggest player name out of all of them and it was just like yo we can't have this happening like. He, like, you know, they had to let him up out of there. They was like, bro, like, I think he even tried out for multiple teams after the Ravens cut him, and it was still like, nah, like, we want you, but, like, just what the name's attached to and, like, the shit that's, you know, looming over you, yeah, we can't have you. But then you come a couple of years later, I think Kareem Hunt essentially does the same thing, and he's on the on the Browns right now. So, you know, it's really just about the climate. That's facts. I mean, but on the going back to the car crash, on a brighter note, you know, they did receive ninety four thousand in uh in donations. I'm assuming it was the family that received that. Yeah, the family that received ninety four thousand, you know, they're really just trying to get seven thousand for the uh, the funeral costs and everything. So, you know, at least people are, you know, out here supporting. Um I've always like felt indifferent about that, cause like, granted, like you said, people need support to bury their loved ones and stuff like that, or whatever. But I always felt like, yo, like, I don't think it, like, no amount of money can amount to me wanting my person back. Like, you feel yeah, me? I like, I don't think it 
replaces that by any means, but a but lot of it these, helps. It yeah, helps. and a but lot of these people, like, I don't know about their fuck situation. Fuck that money, but, bro. Like, I want my daughter back. I want my sister back. Like, that's facts. But it's also like, nigga, you gotta also focus on nigga costs, and a lot of families yeah. don't be having that money. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, Shit, I ain't gonna so lie, bro. Like, I realized that when I figured when I uh when my grandfather passed, when my when my great grandfather passed, bro, like just sitting there and hearing my mom conversations about cost of a casket, find a find like them holding a body for a certain amount, funeral homes and shit. Like, first of all, you're already traumatized, you're already fucked up that you lost like your loved one is gone. But on top of that, motherfucker, these these funeral homes and these uh fucking mortuaries, they be taxing. Yeah. They like, that's why they, I, like damn man, your body is worth more dead than this fucking alive. It is. That's why some people like to uh like he made it because they yeah, know it don't cost that much. No, my my I think my grandfather had got what's it called? My grandfather got buried. But one of my I remember when I was younger, I think one of my I, I think my uncle or my aunt, I forgot which one. But I remember they had got cremated. Like we didn't do no burial. They was like, Yeah, we not it's cause it was like so out of nowhere, it was so just a sudden that people couldn't really afford it. So, but even with my grandfather too, it was like it was sudden and stuff like that. But it was just like you feel me, like I guess they it was able to work whatever they worked out. But like, yeah, bro, I mean that shit crazy. But it's like, bro, I don't even care about that damn money, bro. It's like I just want my person back, bro. No, that sucks. <clears throat> but shit, man, it seemed like you know this past week everybody been in the fast lane for real, man. Shoot, niggas ain't got the antidote, bro. Yeah. Nah, niggas had the antidote. So, you know what I mean? So Cause the don't security you open guy. up that window. <laughs> nah, niggas had the antidote, bro, because they was injecting niggas with the antidote. That, mm. that, don't <laughs> open up that antidote. That's so funny, but shit. They was jabbing niggas with that antidote. <laughs> Popping pills is all you know. <laughs> bro, I want to say, before we get into this story, I remember, was it John Mayer or was it my cousin? I think the summer that the song Antidote came out by Travis Scott, niggas literally hated that song because of my man's Manny, bruh. Like, <laughs> Wait, he was playing it all the time or something? He literally played that every minute we was with the nigga, bruh. Yo, that nigga always play all the songs, bro. He still do that. That nigga play five songs in a whip every time you're in the car with him. <laughs> hey, it's just yo. a repeat. Yeah, I think it was, no, it was my cousin Christian, bruh. I remember we was in a whip, because this is like, it was, I think it was the summer when he first started driving, and he was allowed to drive. Nah, he was blowing my shit with that, my bad, not to cut you <laughs> off, but he was blowing my shit with that Fetty Wap song. That's hey, yo. It was the end of the, yeah, it was Christian, it was Christian. It was Christian. I remember we was in a whip, and that nigga played that shit for like the fourth time, and Christian shut the shit off. He said, you play this shit for the fourth time, turn off, bruh. Hey, yo. And uh, you know another thing when I realized, right? Did y'all see that video that I sent y'all on Twitter? Which no. one? The one with uh, when it was like people was like, we already see that Travis Scott is a shitty person because this is how we was introduced to him, and it was him kicking off the uh, the photographer. Oh yeah, bro, not okay. Let's hold on, stop, stop. Okay, let's introduce this first. Let's introduce yeah, this introduce first because you getting yeah, you getting ahead of it. But because I really want to talk about that too. Because I, was, I yeah, I want to talk about that as well. That was funny as shit, but. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, of course, we're talking about, you know, Travis Scott. You know what I mean? Mr. Le Straight Flame. Up. Pause. You know what I mean? That nigga that's married to Kylie. You know what I mean? I got a... a we ain't gonna speak on that. But anyway, and he had, uh, had a festival called World. 
You know what I mean? Starting how many times have you done this festival? Is this like the first time? No, I, I don't think so. I think it's like his third time. His third time doing this festival. Since Astro World, the first one came like, since the album came out, I believe. Okay. So yeah, this is the it might, it might be third or second, I think. Okay. Well, this is one of the earlier Astro World festivals that was happening in Houston last Friday. And um things got very out of control, you know, over that uh course of time. You know, there were a bunch of, you know, uh, uh, what do you even call that? Like, a bunch of riots, a bunch of... Just a whole bunch of ragers. Yeah, ragers, ragers raging, literally knocking down gates, like, trying to ram, like, trying to go through, uh, what you would call it, the entrance before even getting, like, checked or cleared. People was, people was, uh, uh, ra- people was, um... Pummeling each other just to try to get to the merch lines yeah, before the festival like niggas was climbing on top of like uh EMT cars and, and golf carts and shit like that. Like people that were trying to get medical attention, they would climb on the carts and start jumping on them. There were buff ass Asian niggas. That Yo, shit threw me off. That I was... seen that video, that was crazy. <laughs> Bro, I thought that it goes off of Fast and Furious. That joint was crazy. Yeah, but... they, they beat that boy silly. Yeah, it was just a bunch of mayhem and malarkey that was just going on at this concert. And, you know, uh, uh, after the whole, you know, fiasco ended, eight people had died. And, you know, Scott had been left with about 14 lawsuits, you know, against him and the organizers of the festival. Him, Live Nation, and Drake. Drake, why Drake gets gets Um, They said he got sued... Because he appeared alongside him on the for the headlight for the headline set. Yeah, and that's I guess what caused that was, the surge. Yeah, and I guess they were they, they said that's what caused or started inciting mayhem. So and Drake was there? I guess so. His fault though. I mean, and that's really the, the basically he's the catalyst. Like he was the catalyst to them, like, trying to push forward to go see everything that was going yeah, on. Yeah, but basically that, like, even the question you just asked, that's really the, the conversation at hand. You know, like, why is, or is this really Travis Scott's fault? Is this any of the artists' fault that were performing? Or was this more on a security thing? What was, like, who was really at fault here? It's Live Nation. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. It's, it's Live Nation fault. It's Travis' fault. And it's dumbass Ragers' fault. Them three. You, you know said why? whose fault? Who's the last one? Ragers. Ragers' fault. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's Live Nation' fault because one, why are you funding a damn festival for fifty to a hundred thousand people, and we're still in a pandemic? I mean, they want money. That's that's already easy. Okay, yeah, but so why are you doing that? And we're selling Panama. That's one. It, they want money. That's the easiest. It's that's tragical. already the answer to that shit. Yeah, it is. But I, I know the answer, but I'm just posing that to the people. Okay, you go. Go ahead. Travis fault because why you want all that damn money for this damn tour? I mean, then again, I know you want to have fun at your Astro Fest. But, okay, if you was going to at least do it, why would you at least, like, why did you have 50,000 people out? And then why are you telling these people to rage and say fuck security and rebel? So that's your fault right there. And then the rages. Y'all don't got no damn common sense. Nobody has common sense here. Like you didn't like you didn't surge to the crowd 
and saw people falling and saw people talking about help, help me, help me. It was like, yeah, you on the floor and shit. But like, my nigga Drake up here, bro. Trav up here. We be easy, bro. And then just keep trampling people. Like that's that's their fault for this. Like, and it, it also I think what, and I would say the stadium too because they were understaffed. Okay, and I'm agreeing with well, I'm agreeing with all that because honestly, niggas is really trying to say. Wait, John, what do you feel about that? Before I even get into my shit, uh, I don't really want to speak on this because I, I don't I, it'll go to a whole other place for real. Are uh, you in the conspiracy theorist? I was gonna bring it up. Uh, yeah, this nigga got his V long shirt. <laughs> nah, bro, he got his V long shirt on, bro. He ready for it? Yeah. Bro, rage. cause y'all know, bro, cause y'all know, like I'm, I'll be talking about. I, I feel like he was gonna come with this conspiracy theory shit. Cause when I was thinking about it, I was like, I know he's gonna say something. Cause I was gonna bring it up too. But I was like, I'm gonna let John get in his bag. Bro, I don't really want, like, I don't know. I don't want to say nothing. That's, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, just what? You, I don't know, bro. I'm just hearing it. I just don't. I just like seeing his apology. It just don't look real. You know, like. It don't, oh no, it we don't know say, his apology not real though. It seemed it didn't seem genuine, and now now like I don't know like now he apparently is paying for the funeral for everybody, and it's just like you know like marketing teams is gonna always have your back, you know what I'm trying to say? Like I just don't feel like that was nothing that that man wanted to do himself, probably. Uh, and everybody. Yeah, the nigga look like the nigga look like me when I'm lying to my bitch. Yeah right, and then uh, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> like now it's just like uh, we don't condone that. Anyway, now it's just like um, what I was about to say. Damn, it was something. My fault. Fuck you up, kid. Nah, you you good, but I just don't like. I just don't know how to feel about this situation, bro. Cause like, I don't know. I seen a video. I seen a video where like they were escorting people out, escorting Kylie Jenner, all of them out. I just feel like that man had to know something was going on. And then I keep seeing multiple videos. But he did people. stop the show, though. So why would you keep going? Of him stopping the show, telling him like, "Yo, get this person, get that person." I never seen one video of that yet, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Unless yeah. I heard when they said he was stopping the show, they were saying that was only for like a brief 15 to 30 seconds. And that oh, yeah, doesn't allow, yeah, yeah. Yeah, allow any, any EMTs to actually make, like, get away to that person and then just be like, all right, bet. If you just say, hey, yo, hey, yo, chill out. Hey, yo, that nigga, hey, I think he fainted over there. All right, bet. Appreciate you. Let's go. Like, what was the point of saying that? Because now you're just about to get niggas hype again, and now it's like, who even going to get to that nigga? How, who was even the nigga you pointed out? <laughs> like, right. He didn't even give enough time for them to even, like, actually, like, decipher who he was talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it, it, like, also from the other videos, of just, you know, uh, him seeing the ambulance, and he's like, what the fuck is that? Hey, everybody put two fingers in the air. Like, literally just not caring. Like, you clearly see he sees the EMT truck. And he's clearly like, yeah, but anyway, they said to stop. Hey, yo, put your hands in there. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga said, yo, yo, they said to stop. Now, you ain't knew what was happening when you came here. Like, I think it's just crazy that they said the youngest person that got hurt was a 10-year-old. I'm like, damn, bro, you got 10-year-olds in here getting trampled and stuff like that. And I think the youngest person that, because eight people died. I think the youngest person that died was 14. And I'm just like, damn, bro. And then it's like, on top of that, you got people trampling, and you got people, like, dying of exhaustion and stuff like that. And then you got crazy motherfuckers poking people with drugs. With opioids, nigga. At like, that. What is going on here? 
Nigga said like, Oxy I don't understand that whole rage culture, but like, nigga, who said I wanted to have some heroin in my system? And the funny thing is, I actually learned that rage culture isn't as rageful as like niggas even like make it out to. Like, oh no, they, they say like, yo, protect one another. Yeah, like in that whole mosh pit thing, I was even telling, I was like, it's a whole mosh pit etiquette that niggas used to at you, least have. You saw have. that video by Lincoln Park? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I niggas was like, yo, like, you got it. Like, if somebody falls, you help them up. If somebody drops something, you make a circle around them or help them find whatever they lost. If somebody has a seizure or passes out, you make it a circle and wait and make a lane open for the EMTs to get to that person. Like, you don't, if a person wants to leave, you let them leave. You don't throw elbows. It's a whole bunch of shit that niggas today in Montreal do not do, do not know about, and do not care about. Because it's a bunch of green niggas that just been, that you know, that just love Astroworld and just bought all the V-Loan shit because their parents already had the shit. Or a bunch of Fortnite scammers. Exactly, nigga. A bunch of, like, head-ass hype beast niggas that just want to be with the wave and want to say niggas so bad, man. Like... Mm. Oh, it's, even in that video with the Asians are fighting, I saw I heard a lot of niggas. I ain't see one nigga in sight. I ain't see one nigga in that sight, man. And I was, why was that nigga shirt off? I'm really wondering. But my nah, bro, he deserved it though, cause he threw that at them for no reason. Like, well, he threw what? He threw he threw uh he threw a drink at them for no reason. Oh, okay. I didn't know why he started fighting. I just saw. Oh yeah, it, it was the second video that off. came out. So like. The beginning oh. of it, like they was just in a little group conversation, and the nigga just he's like he said he said watch this, and he threw the drink and it hit the niggas. Okay, yeah, he definitely deserved that. Yeah, get but, him out. Yeah. What I was gonna mention is like even just with Travis, right? Like it's just kind of like you know his PR team is working hard because even like because you know his whole thing is like yo we like we rage fuck like fuck security fuck everybody we rebel like all his tweets when he used to say that shit like people been going through it. he's been deleting them now. So, like, because, like, they, I guess he don't want to be held accountable. So, he's been deleting all his rage tweets and all that stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, man, like, like, you basically incited this shit. And, like, he's been, this is not the first time he's done this. Like, I think he's been charged multiple times with inciting riots and, like, um, like, disturbing the peace and public shit in, like, uh, and what's it called? At, um, at concerts. I forgot what the uh, charge was. I think it was in New York or something like that. He had got charged with um with um inciting a riot at one of his shows. But yeah, I remember. Like, okay, yeah, so you no, see what you were saying. No, no, you go ahead. Oh, because I remember I saw a video of me like when somebody had took his shoe, mm. and literally like when he fell and like he was like, "Who the fuck did that?" Like I guess he, he even got his shoe back already in his hand, and literally was like, "Who the fuck did that?" You. Hey, yo, everybody beat this nigga ass. Oh, wow. Literally, he, he was, was calling hits like John Gotti? Yo, he was really telling them, yo, he pointed at him and said, yo, beat his ass. And repeated it. Beat his ass. Beat this nigga up right here. And it was like, and that's how you know these was green niggas, bro. Because, like, first off, if y'all really going to be ragers, nigga, follow that nigga and beat that nigga ass. Of course, y'all going to get arrested. But at least you were like, yeah, I mean, we dedicated to the craft. But... It was only like a couple niggas I was like smacking the nigga head. And when he found like when he saw that like they wasn't really trying to beat his ass, he was just like, Yeah, get this nigga out of here, bro. And said boo and spat on the nigga. Mm. Literally spat on him. Like literally said, Ugh. I don't know if it hit him, but he spat on the nigga. Like, 
in his direction. I didn't know he was a ruthless nigga like that. Bro, ruthless. I said, whoa. <laughs> what? And that's what makes me want to bring back to uh, what you was talking about at the beginning. With the whole oh, yeah. summer jam. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, shit been coming out like of him like just being a horrible person. Because even before the summer jam shit, they said that one person, like, he actually has been sued. Like, this lawsuit hasn't really been coming out in the public. But he literally got sued because in one of his shows, he brung somebody on stage and was like, yo, I think they was like on like a high platform or something like that. And he was like, jump, fucking jump. And the dude jumped. And the dude like fucked himself up and ended up paralyzed. Oh, shit. Yeah. And like the dude's like, he's paralyzing like the waist down or something now and stuff like that. And like he sued Travis Scott because Travis Scott damn near basically pushed him off stage. And he, he's paralyzed. But, like, I don't know if, like, they, they ever settled out in court or anything yet. But, yeah, like, that lawsuit came out. It's been things coming out of him, like, stealing people's work and stuff like that. Like, you know, yeah. when when you, like, when, when something happened with you, like, everything starts to come out now. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but, like, like, no, like, the real claim, like, the real serious one was the dude that got paralyzed. And, like, now, like, he's he's been suing him since it happened. And, I, like, I don't think, like, nobody's gotten back to him yet and stuff like that. But yeah, like he literally, like Travis Scott literally paralyzed the man. And then you see the type of nigga he is because he did that to the bro on uh, Summer Jam and shit. That nigga said, he said, yo, stop the music. Hey, yo, somebody get this nerd ass nigga off the stage, bro. Yeah, just randomly. Like, <laughs> like nigga wasn't bothering anybody, bro. He wasn't even moving. Nigga had a whole tripod set up. Yeah. Like, Literally chilling. He said, yo, get this nerd nigga off the stage, bro. He's like, nah, bro, I don't care, bro. Get off the stage, bro. He's like, who? What? I don't care, bro. Nah, he's like, I don't, he's care. Like, I don't give a fuck about no Summer Jam, nigga. Yeah, he was like, you show. work for Summer Jam? Well, fuck that. This ain't the Summer Jam show. This is the Travis show. Like, huh? Bro, it was wild. And then on top of that, because like he, uh, I watched the video of like the dude and like he was like telling like what led up to it and stuff like that and then the after effect and he was talking about he was like yeah like he thought like like you know it was just gonna be like a little embarrassing moment in front of the festival crowd and he realized he said this is the first year that title has streamed the festival so literally as it's happening his friends and family are watching it and they like they hitting him up like yo bro like what's going on and shit he was like bro I don't know what's happening well it's not so he was like then that happens and then this nigga Travis pulls a dickhead move, and literally on the song "Antidote," he he said kicking the cameraman off the stage because I don't like how he's shoot, uh, shooting my angles. <laughs> a direct response to the nigga at Summer Jam. I was like, you don't get no more shittier than that. And like no, this nigga, is, like the shit on Travis bar, campaign because I still enjoy some of his music, but it's that just is like, a hard bar though. Like after that situation, that, that, that yeah. would be hard. Boy. I went, I ain't gonna lie. That, that but it's crazy. Hard. I listened to that song all the time and never realized that that was about the summer jam. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that until now. Yeah, like he literally was like, yeah, like bro. He was like, he was like, cause he, I think he said that him and Travis was supposed to, uh, cause he has a lot of people that's connected to Travis, and I think him and Travis was supposed to meet up at a show and something to like talk it out or whatever, but they never did. And he was like, literally a month later, he was just like, he said he woke up in the middle of the night and MTV was playing, uh. He was like he cause he said that um he thought that like month like he just thought the world was intentionally messing with him because literally every time he went out he would hear antidote he would hear uh like just all Travis Scott and you know he works for Hot ninety seven so he literally all they playing all day is Travis Scott songs 
So he was like, yo, he just feel like niggas attention play on me. But then he was like, he woke up one morning at like three in the morning to go to the bathroom and MTV was playing and Antidote was playing. And literally when he walked into the room, it said, kicking the cameraman on stage because I don't like how he's shooting my angles. And the nigga just looked at his TV and was like, are you serious? Hey, yo, are you serious? <laughs> like, bro, I'm like, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, you don't be knowing who, what, like, what niggas is actually getting distant songs for real. Oh, time niggas be getting distant songs so many damn times. But bro, yeah, I'm, that's I'm you, what he, he just has like, <laughs> like you said, like one thing comes out, everything starts coming out. Like he's really been a shitty person over the years from stealing music from what was it, Victoria Monet or some shit? Yeah, Victoria Monet, um, and then like his Tommy manager. Brown. Bro, having the, the manager story was the what? Like, what the f- nigga had a up. seizure and the nigga left. Like, like, nah, take that in, bro. Because, <laughs> nah, bro. Hold on, I'm a moment of silence so you can take that in. The nigga had a seizure and Travis left. And then when bro actually ended up still somehow getting help, thankfully, he hit Travis like, yo, what the fuck? And Travis said, you be having seizures. And I can't have that as a guy for my manager. I can't bring that shit around T.I. I was about to say, I, I never nigga, know I can't if bring a nigga, around T. I. I, I never know if your ass going to be just shaking the shit. Nigga, that's not funny, but that's like, he said, I don't know if niggas is gonna be shaking this. <laughs> what that's like ultimate dickhead shit, right there, bro. Yeah. Even though, uh, yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, if, it, if my manager did have like epilepsy. Actually, no, I don't think it would stop me from working with them because I know I know people that have epilepsy and they're great, amazing workers. So it's like it's not even like they be having seizures like every damn minute or some shit. Or else why the fuck would they even be in this? Yeah, it's just random. Like, yeah, like nigga, obviously this nigga knows he has epilepsy and he's like he chose to be in this profession for a reason. So obviously he can handle it. Maybe that yeah. was just one moment where you know, like a, a lot of times, like. You just can't like control that shit. It just happens. But I'm sure he's taking the precautions to prevent it from just randomly happening. Like, mm-hmm. and the this, this I is can't really the cycle it. of most artists, though. Like, and that even like gets me into conspiracy theory shit too. Like, because they said like the the whole conspiracy theorists of like the uh, artists going through the hero's journey. Like, like they do it intentionally. Like, oh, artists will be like on top of the game. Everybody loves them. And he does something that's fucked up. And then it's like, all right, he does something that's fucked up. And, like, you know, that's him back at his bottom. But then, like, after a while, like, either people start to forget or he does certain things, like, with PR moves or something like that to get back on top. Because even, like, like recently what happened to the baby, like, you know, he said what he said. And everybody was shitting on him. Fuck the baby. You're a killer about this and that. And then, you know, he started doing his little tours here and there. And he started, like, you know, doing little things in the community. And now the LGBTQ community says they has forgiven him. So now he's like, once he said that, now I think last week he just announced the big live show killer tour. So as soon as LGBTQ community said they forgive you, now you got this big ass tour you're going on now. Like, you know, it could be coincidental, but 
I don't think so. It's not. It's definitely not. And plus, Travis has gone through, like, controversy before. Like, niggas didn't want to fuck with him after the whole Super Bowl thing. You know, after the whole uh, Michael Brown thing. You know. Wait, what was that? I think he said, I think he said about, was it Tamir Rice and Michael Brown? Like, in a... I have to really find it because I don't even want to say this claim because, like, if you mm. really, if he really said that, so say allegedly first. Yeah, allegedly he said that. Um, what you might call it? That they basically deserve to die. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's what I've been seeing. So I'm, I'm, and I've heard of that before, but I, I didn't see any like actual proof of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm really not sure. So of course it's alleged. But if he really said that, I'm like, I see, fuck your ass up, man. Hey, like, uh, I don't want to be the type of nigga to agree with Tory, but like, because <laughs> nobody... I mean, pre bag man, pre bag. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. This shit is like, and it's, it's like, like if you if you that shit even a person to where I have to agree with Tory Lanez. You are, you gotta be at the bottom, bro. <laughs> like, still hate Tory Lanez, bro. You said what? Niggas yes, niggas. Hate- niggas still is not not letting rocket with Tory Lanez, bro. Oh wow! Is, oh wow! Ain't that? Ain't that something? But I'm definitely about to just telling niggas, but like if I don't if I don't agree with shit, bro, I just be like. I can't do that, bro. I can't. I can't bring that to Ti, my nigga. I, that's just. Yeah. I can't bring that to Ti, bro. What is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> nah, chill, bro. I can't bring that to Ti, my nigga. I just. That's just. Like, really, niggas? You trying? Is that what you? That's what you telling? So me? you niggas think that Ti is the fucking standard now? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that are all names, bro. I can't exactly. Ti. <laughs> you say you you tell me Clifford Harris is the standard now. You talking about old boy just a couple months ago? Was, yeah, yeah. Hey, you talking about yeah, that man? I'm sure he said he said that before that that hap, that came out. Though. No, I know he did, but I'm just saying, like, this is what we talking about. We talking about Clifford, man. We talking about Tip, man. The king yeah. of the south. That's what we talking about. I mean, man. Trap music, man. Talk about man. You talking about gunshot pistol? Don't try gunshot. <laughs> you talking about flip, bring your pussy ass out? You talking about him? He's the standard now. Hey man, it's just <laughs> this whole thing is just like it just didn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. It really didn't need to happen. And it's like, nigga, you're like you just bring that type of energy. Like, of course your crowd is gonna follow suit and become fucking, you know, wanna be ready. They a bunch of dumb, impressionable white and Mexican kids, no disrespect to the white and Mexican community. But they had dumb, impressionable white Mexican kids that are probably like between 12 and 17, 18. They wear fucking V-Long. They fucking the reason why all no, my notes are like, priced high. More like between like, 12 and 25. 12 and 25. Okay. Yeah. More they like the reason 12. why like, my sneakers are high. They, they <laughs> do dumb shit. Like, this is the people he appeals to. Like, he has that street persona that's a costume. It's not real. Like, He's not what real niggas is into. And I like Travis's music, but real niggas is not into that. But this is who them people, who them folks think is the real nigga. He's not that, bro. He's not that. 
And yes, I'm angry because why is my dunk seven hundred dollars? <laughs> you motherfuckers came into the culture and ruined everything. <laughs> why do I want to buy a pair of dunks that are a hundred dollars and I gotta pay a band? Yeah, that shit. All because of some pink rope around that shit. Like he's not—he's not who you think he is. Hey, but side note: shout out to the real nigga Roddy Rich, donating his net commission shout to the Roddy, families. Man. Whole time, Roddy been a real nigga, man. So it's like that's—you know what I mean? It's regular. The I just, you know, you can't. Yeah, you can't tell this story without shouting out Roddy, man, because you know. He always going to do right by Nick's man. I'm not going to yeah. say always. But he gave, he gave life, his money up to the families. And it's like, he literally didn't have nothing to do with it. Like, they wasn't like, niggas, out like honestly, set. bro, well, until like I saw that story that he was donating his money, bro, I didn't even know he was on the show. I'm going to say, I didn't even know he was at Astro World. Yeah, I didn't even know he was performing. Like, <laughs> he really could have just got away with that joy, Scott Clean, and mm-hmm. nobody would have like faulted him. Because people literally only came for Drake and Trav. Exactly. So it's like, just the fact that even you really could have got off that shit scot-free, like nobody would even mention your name and you still doing that, bro. Hey, man, real nigga activities, bro. That's a salute. That's a real one, bro. That's definitely a salute, man. But... Honestly, man, I don't even... You guys even want to get to the next topic, man? No, I think we good. Yeah, man. Will and Jada, man. Y'all do y'all thing. I don't even care, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly, I don't care right about anything them niggas be doing anymore, bro. They hey, just man. be. Yeah, Will gonna go fuck them white bitches, and then you know she just. Will gonna be... just Will just doing everything he can to take all the content. But we will <laughs> never make it big. The what? way you what got you guys, the way you talk about white people. It's just not acceptable. It's just not acceptable. <laughs> not acceptable. That's where all the money is coming from, bro. Hell nah, nigga. The money coming from the black community, nigga. We gonna have it in house. No, nah, but, but 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 like when we real like this though. Huh? Jesus, Jesus and Mero made it off talking shit about white people, but then again, Jesus got a white wife. But still, <laughs> you know, they he made it off that. So fuck it. Why can't we? And it's not even making it off of fuck hating all white people, nigga. We just telling the truth, nigga. I don't care if them niggas fuck. Oh yeah, I ain't going out the way and be like, I don't fuck, give a fuck, fuck nigga. As no. long as as long as my black people got my money, nigga, and my my Mexican homies got my money, nigga, then we good, bro. That's really it. Facts, facts. Like facts. I'm not even like, even though I'm looking to expand and of course build, nigga. I'm still trying to. If it just got to be within the community, then it just got to be within the community. Uh, I think people have to realize, it, and it's funny that you even bring family. that up. Oh, my fault. Right. Go ahead. No, I just said we got to keep it in the family. Yeah, that's really no, that's really just. If it got to be like that, then it just got to be like that. Like I'm not about to, you know, what I'm saying try to pander or try to like hide what the hell them niggas was doing and uh, all the reasons that we fucked up. You know what I mean? Just so I could get a deal with them niggas. Like, fuck them niggas, bro. But every reason I can't get an alternator. Anyway. Um, time, bro. Nigga, Colin told me about y'all niggas in black and white, man. Know what you were nah, saying? Colin is bugging. I, I, I used to stand with the nigga, but he could sit down. Nah, um, bro, y'all, wait, Paul. Did y'all see that show? I saw, What's like, the, a snippet. Uh, it's, it's called Colin in Black and White. It's on Netflix. The... 
bro. I just actually finished it before this episode even started, bro. Honestly, I really was like, yeah, he kind of like going crazy. But it make everything he was saying made sense, even though I don't feel, of course, that was his actual life, like exactly, or even like really that close to it. I really do feel like all that he was saying, it was making perfect sense. Oh no, he had a lot the, of truths in the shit that I was saying on there. Yeah, like a lot of this shit, even though. Um, but I feel like he's getting extra militant now, though. And I'm like, that's not going to go well. Oh, yeah, bro, because he got to keep a turtleneck everywhere he go, nigga. Like, it's he, just... get, he getting extra militant. Like, he's as staying with he the blowed the out field. afro. As soon as, as soon as he leaves the field, like, he's t- he's putting the turtleneck on. And on the, honestly, after watching that show, that's why I would actually recommend y'all watching it. Because after watching that, I see why Colin keeps a fucking afro. <laughs> I, I can see why. Like, even just from the outside looking in, even if you never watched the show, you can know that growing up with a white family is not going to be the best for your black history, you know what I mean, for your black representation. Yeah. You feel me? I mean, clearly... They, like, they was this adopted family at that, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like you're bringing, you know, a, a random black baby to this white-ass neighborhood in Tumark or Tumic. Or tum rock, tummy tuck, whatever the fuck it was, you're bringing him over there, white in this white family, expecting him to just move like y'all. Like, but I mean, nah. he is mixed though. Yeah, but it's still like, even if you're mixed, nigga, you still should have a check, like, and your true. genetics show that you black, right? So. You should be yeah. able to check in with your black side, and, and it was like even though he was trying to check in with his black side, his even just from within, his own parents wouldn't allow him to check in with his black side. Like even when he got cornrows, they made it such a huge issue where it was like, nah, bro, you have to cut out, like you have to cut your hair, like, mm. like you have to get you have to get rid of that, bro. Like baseball players ain't gonna ain't gonna like that, bro. Baseball coaches ain't gonna like that. Oh, this when auto- he was a kid. Yeah, like when he was like middle school teenager, like mm. just growing up, because they, of course, you know, white people, America dream baseball. They always want a nigga to play baseball because it's so quote unquote civilized and so you know orderly, you know, mm. so with American standards. Which is oh, that's the... America's favorite pastime. Exactly. <laughs> when they're not being racist, like, hey, let's go to a baseball game, but. Like he was just saying, like how all the white pressures that they was putting on him, he just like wasn't trying to take it for real. Like he was like, "Nigga, I'm gonna move my own way and move in my blackness," and that's really how we moving with this whole while we here podcast to wrap it all around. We moving with our blackness. That's really how we gonna be moving. Of course, you may make some white jokes, and of course, we know some white people that are real cool with us. And shout out to them niggas. But of course, overall, we gonna stay black. Yeah, I wanted to say that. Like, that was my uh, comment. Like, I'm glad Jai had brung that up. We're saying, like, because just because I, I wanted, I want people to know, like, just because we're telling the truth and we're telling our truth doesn't make it, doesn't mean that we hate white people. You feel me? Like, we don't hate white people. I have some good white co workers, really some good white people around me, you know, that I actually like and, and, and really rock with. And it's like, that's not like, don't think because I'm just some HBCU grad and I'm this and that. Just fuck the white man. No. Because nine times out of ten, a white man is going to help us get to where we got to get to. You feel me? So it's like, just because we're telling the truth, don't take the truth as hate. Truth should not never be hate or truth should never be 
uh, warped into okay, like it's a disdain for this group of people. No, it's the truth. What that group of people has done to our group of people over the years has led up to a lot of these situations that we have going on now. That's just point blank. Period. You can't can't go past it. You can't come back from it. It's just that's what it is. Like. Even just, I mean, this is a whole nother situation, but even just them trying to get rid of a whole critical race theory now in schools and stuff like that. Like, that shit just boggles my mind. Because, like, now you're just trying to erase history. Basically trying to make it seem like, okay, this shit never happened. Like, we know the roots. We know what it comes from. Like, are y'all getting upset now that, like, people are telling the history of it? Like, I don't know. It's just, that's just a whole nother conversation for another day. But yeah, man, we love white people over here, bro. The but ones that know, the ones that rock with us. I just want you guys to know, please, if you do not rock with us, at least rock with the dogs that we are trying to save throughout America. If you call the number one eight hundred save a dog, you too can help a dog get out of this bad environment. In the arms <laughs> of the angel. You see, you gotta add, you gotta add a dog commercial so niggas can actually care. You know, no so I was like, it's actually be like, oh, I mean, now they're talking about animals. I might as well support. No time, man, man. So Fifty cent a month, man. I just gotta get a parakeet on my shoulder, some shit, man. Hey, yeah. yo. <laughs> hey, man. I think we done, man. We, we, uh, I think we, we covered all bases today. No kid. time. I think it was a good, it was a good one, a good episode. Niggas had the uh, lesson on the jokes this time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we still get our jokes off. Niggas think they're comedians. Niggas think they're comedians. We had to uh, show niggas we versatile with it. Yeah, because a lot of this shit is not funny. We just make it funny, bro. It's just it's just not funny. <laughs> like, a lot of the shit we, we laugh about and make jokes about, nigga, when you really think about it, it's not funny, bro. Oh, no, my life is shit right now, but I'm laughing at it. And it's yeah, you just gotta make the light, you gotta make the best of it for real, man. Niggas is going through it. But hey man, yeah, we're gonna know because niggas is living life on the outside in. Cause we're living a life like it's golden, golden. You feel me? Yes, sir. That has been another episode of the Why We Here podcast. Did you figure out why you're here? If not, come back next week. And be black and be blessed. Well, you don't gotta be black, but you gotta you gotta be black, cause if you, it was kind of like onomatopoeia. If like you do the B and B, no alliteration. If you do like the B and B, you know what I mean. If I had oh, another B, hey, hang up. You're right. You're right. All right. God bless. God bless.